how can I avoid negative feeling? How can I deal with negative people, especially when they are family members they cannot stay away from? What's the best way to deal with change? So many questions. And I'm glad to be here to help answer some of them. Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us. Whether you're listening to the show live or archived, I do appreciate each one of you guys. Much love. Just wanted to remind you our show available in the podcast section on iTunes as well as the Stitcher app. So we do appreciate your support there and uh, check us out on the go anytime, whenever you like. Just a quick intro, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional coaching, training, and production company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. We love your comment. We love your feedback. So remember, if there's something that you'd like us to discuss here on this show, make sure you contact us, and we'd love to discuss it right here with our expert. We have a lot of different experts that come on the show, and we are grateful for you guys who come in and add a lot of value and share a lot of helpful tips and information with you. And you are welcome to contact them directly from the information we provide on the show page. You can also contact me for more information by going to www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Today we have a special show for you, and this show is you and myself. You ask the question, and I will try to answer as many of those questions right here on the air today. In the end of the show today, you are welcome to ask me live on the air. Some of the questions that I will be answering here on the show today were sent to me via email and private messages. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will get right into our special show for today. Thank you for being here. Please stay tuned. Thank you. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here, whether you're listening to the show live or archived. Again, I do appreciate you guys. Much love. So today we have a special show for you guys. It's you asking the questions, and I'm here to help answer some of these questions and hopefully give you enough information to make you think about it. Again, you know, just wanted to put the disclaimer out there as always, the show is intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. I am expert in my field, and I welcome you to contact me directly, as I mentioned, by going to my website or sending me an email, private message, any way you like to contact me, make sure you reach out to me. Today, I'm here to answer some of your questions, and they are really great, valuable questions that really kind of sheds a lot of thinking about, you know, our life and how we deal with things on a daily basis. So for my expertise and also from me being a human being that I am, just like yourself, how do I deal with some of these issues that you brought to my attention or the questions that you asked me? So the first question from one of our listeners, how can I avoid negative feelings? 
how can I avoid feeling not so good? Well, my friends, the thing is that what we try to do most of the time is we try to avoid things. We try to fight things. We try to ignore them. We try to suppress how we feel. And we think by hiding or suppressing how we feel, it's going to automatically go away. Well, unfortunately, again, this is on a personal and also on a professional you know, level that I will try to answer this question. On a personal level, I know how I deal with my emotions. Emotions are energy. How we feel is just our energy expressing itself. It's through us. How we feel comes from a lot of different things. What we think, how we think, where these thoughts come from, and why. Why are we thinking this way? So instead of suppressing feelings or try to avoid them, it might be a good idea to try to figure out why you're feeling the way you are feeling. So since everything is energy, including emotions, including feelings, and energy has to flow. If energy does not flow, it got blocked. And it gets blocked in whatever place it got trapped. So a lot of time, negative feelings and negative emotions, if they are not dealt with or even understood them without really giving them too much power, they will pass. If we allow these things to flow, we recognize that we are not feeling in a, the best, and we recognize why, because everything has a reason. We already know that. Everything, and if you don't know that, maybe it's time to really kind of think about it. Everything has its purpose. Everything has a reason. So when you are feeling negative feelings or emotions, a good way to start dealing with it by asking, why am I feeling this way? What have I thought? You cannot change negative feelings by just thinking positive. It doesn't happen like that. You really need to deal with the actual real issues because if it gets trapped, most of the time when we suppress our emotions, when we don't really deal with them or we try to avoid them, they manifest in physical life, in our physical body, which, you know, not a good thing most of the time because that causes illnesses, diseases, when the body is distressed, basically. So in order to avoid having these emotions being blocked and trapped, this energy trapped inside of you, deal with it. And I know sometimes it sounds so easy to be saying that. In the end of the show, I'll try to share with you an exercise that can help you maybe be a little bit more conscious of aware of your emotion and feeling. Because everything starts with awareness. When you're aware, when you're conscious of what's going on with you, you're more likely to be able to manage things. And one time I was at, uh, I spoke at the Mind and Body Expo a couple years ago, and I was talking to um, a lady who, one of the vendors there, I wasn't exactly sure what was she, you know, she was selling at that time, but we were talking about energy. And one of the things that we were talking about, is there such a thing as negative energy and positive energy? And the answer is, no, there is no such a thing. Energy is energy. What we express or feel as negative energy is emotions that got trapped, is energy that got trapped and has not been able to flow freely. So it's the same thing when you think about bad and good. Is there such a thing as bad and good? I think bad really is the absence of goodness. And evil is the absence of goodness. 
And we're not here to complicate things. I think we really just, as I mentioned, you know, try to answer these questions as as, as simple as possible. But really, there is no just a, a simple answer. I want you to think about a little bit more broader in your in your life. You are a human being. It's okay for you to feel a certain way. Don't beat yourself up. Realize emotions are a reflection of what's going on in our life. So for whatever reason you feel negative energy or you feel negative feelings, ask yourself, what's going on in my life? Because this is an indication that things are not flowing freely. The energy within you not flowing freely. So how will you allow the energy to flow freely? By recognizing, first of all, that it's okay to feel a certain way. We cannot feel happy and positive all the time. Life happens. Things get thrown at us. It's how we deal with them that makes things better or worse. So take it easy on yourself, my friend. And when you start feeling negative feelings, ask yourself, ask your body, Ask your mind, what is it that I need to take care of? What is it that is in your li- my life, in your sense, I'm talking about you talking, asking yourself that question. What is it that I need to do? Or what can I do about it? And let it go. Let go and breathe. You are alive. And you know what's so interesting? Because I, I have those feelings, their emotions, they go up and down. And, you know, the more you are encountering, you know, you, you, you in relationship with people and, and everything is relationship, right? Whether it's personal relationship, professional relationship, everything we do in life is based on relationship and how we manage these relationships. I know a lot of time, you know, when I'm off, and I know something is going on with me on a deeper level, you know, energy-wise, I feel like I handle things differently. So if I'm like really my energy or my, 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 my is kind of really low or I don't feel like things are flowing really smoothly with me, my relationship or my interaction with others is not the way that I always want it to be. I'm a very outgoing person. I'm a public speaker. I'm always out talking to other people. So if I can, but I, I try to give myself a break because I would think if I cannot be the person that they people always wanted to be, want me to be, just give yourself a break. So whatever is going on in your life, whatever needs your attention, you should try to give it that attention. Allow the energy to flow there and recognize what needs to be done. And if you have not heard me saying this before, I am going to say it here again. Start by journaling. Start by writing things down. Every time you feel negative feeling comes in, write down exactly what you're feeling. How are you feeling? And then write a question. We are doing here Q&A. And everything in life is a Q&A, right? So we ask the question, and if we don't ask the question, we know for sure we're not going to have an answer. But at least if we ask the question, there is most likely be an answer out there. And most of the time, you have the answer. Most of the time, we have the answer. So ask your question. What's going on with me? What am I, why am I feeling this way? What needs to be taken care of? And how can I do this? Or what can I do? Not the how. Let's forget about the how. The how will come to you as a process, but you have to bring your conscious awareness to it. But don't beat yourself up. We all feel, at one point or another, these negative feelings. But these negative feelings are a reason for something. Nothing happened without a reason or accidentally. So get in touch with yourself. Ask the question. Why am I feeling this way? And write it down. Maybe you want to be specific. 
Why am I feeling this way? What do I need to do? What can I do to take care of whatever is going on in my life? And then last but not least, give yourself, give yourself the permission to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. It's okay and it will pass. Everything passes. Energy flows. Positive feeling flows. Negative feeling. All these thoughts, all these things that comes in, if we allow them to flow, if we allow the energy to keep moving, they will pass. Nothing stands still. Nothing stands still. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will answer the next question. I hope this was helpful for you, and of course, you know, you can always reach me directly, and I can be more of assistance and service to you. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you for being here. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thanks again for being here. Today we're doing a Q&A. You sent the questions, and I am going to try to answer as many as I can today. And then we'll do another um, show where we can where we can answer some other questions for you. So before the break, we talked about one of the questions was how to avoid negative feelings how to avoid feeling not so good. And then I did explain or I tried to answer in a sense, really it's not about avoiding how you feel. It's not about suppressing how you feel. It's really about bringing your awareness to it and recognize it's okay not to feel good all the time. It's okay to allow yourself to realize these emotions it's what makes us a human. We feel up and down. I, including me, I am not always the perfect person that people always think is like, oh, I'm Miss Positive. I must have feel good all the time. Life throws a lot of things at us, and it's how we deal with things that makes things better. It's about realizing that emotions are feelings, emotions and feelings are energy, and we allow the energy to flow. This feeling, those feelings that we're feeling, they will pass. You're not giving them too much power. You're not giving them too much power where they keep expanding and where they keep getting more and more of negative feelings. You recognize what's going on, what is it that you need to take care of, and you move on. Let it go. But don't suppress it. Don't avoid it. Don't fight it. 
We got to stop doing that. The next question, we still talk about negativity, but this time, how to deal with negative people. Okay, so we, we deal with, you know, negative emotions and how to deal with negative emotion. We answer that question. The second question that came in from one of our listeners, how can I deal with negative people, especially the ones that are closer to me, like a family member, that I cannot avoid? Again, you hear what we we keep repeating? We hear it on the news. We hear it everywhere. We always try to avoid, suppress, fight, ignore. It's about dealing with things. It's how we deal with things. Our attitude that brought to the attention here, to the surface, that makes things flow. Your emotions to other people, it really also kind of reflection again of how you feel on the inside. So one of the things, like I said, you know, I always put it to the test in my own personal life. We always encounter people, you know, even closer people to us, like a family member, who sometimes they are negative and they, you, you feel that they affect in how you feel, right? But the reason they affect how you feel, because you really, on a deeper level, you have emotion that are being suppressed and your energy are not flowing. These are all energy, right? And when you your energy is not flowing, again, you got issues here and they just build up. Because what we do, we try to ignore them, we try to avoid them, we try to fight them. Everything in life is about relationships. I talked about that in the beginning, in the sh- before the break. And it's also about communication. And those are the weakest things, the weakest things that we have most of the time is communication. We need to learn how to communicate with each other, how to communicate with ourselves first. Again, you've got to understand yourself. Understand what makes you feel happy, what doesn't make you feel happy, why you're feeling this way. Without staying there so long, just understand, recognize, okay, you know, this thing really kind of not made me feel good. Just let it go. Acknowledge it. Let it go. People have their own also blocked energy and blocked emotions and negative emotions. So when you communicate, when you have that relationship with these people and they are affecting how you feel because of their negativity, remember, how they feel is not your business. How they feel is their business. What you need to focus on is you. Because when you feel good, negative people do not affect you that easily. See, I pride myself that I'm not easily influenced. And the reason I'm not easily influenced, because I try to really just think about it. What does this have to do with me? But it doesn't mean like I don't feel it. I feel it, but I just let it pass. I had felt something like that yesterday, and I'm not going to bring it on the air. I did actually post about it, you know, on Facebook, because it kind of like, brought me to a place that I didn't want to be there. But then when I brought it to the surface, and I realized, really, this has nothing to do with me. These are not my traits. This is the other person's traits. These are the other person's emotions and feelings. And I will not allow their negative emotions, their negative energy, or their blocked energy affect how my energy flow within me. So we're not going to spend that much time on this question because really it applies, the same thing that applies with how we feel, it applies here. Deal with your own emotion first. When you deal with your own emotion, when you try to bring it to the surface, recognize that everything passes, nothing stays still unless it got trapped. Unless the energy gets trapped, it will continue keep popping in. You know, we always hear people say, things attract like things, right? So energy attracts or emotion attracts like emotions. But if we actually recognize it and recognize it's okay that you feel in a certain way, recognize why you feel in that way and what can you do about it, 
And if it's not within your grasp, if you cannot really do anything about it, that means it's out of your hand. And if it's out of your hand, it really should be out of your mind. When you're dealing with negative people, again, remember you're dealing with people and their emotions. So don't make it your own. Don't bring on their negative emotion and make it adapted as your own. Focus on you, their business, their feelings, their energy is theirs. They own it. Bring yourself back to how you feel and do what we talked about in the first questions that was asked. How can I avoid negative feelings? Well, again, bring it to the surface. We are all human beings. We live in a society. We encounter a lot of people, a lot of different situations, a lot of circumstances. Things are in our hand and things are out of our hand. Deal with the things that are within your grasp. When things are out of your hand, where people have a different trait or personality or emotions, they own it. Don't allow it to be your own emotions and your own feelings. So one way to practice overcoming negativity in some of these people or some of the people that you encounter, even the people who are close to you, your family member, try to examine your own attitude and the actions that you are taking. Make a special mental note to be aware of what you do next. So how we deal with things is very, very important to recognize our attitude, our action that we take, how we deal with things, how we deal with negative people, how we deal with our emotion. Do we suppress it? Do we avoid it? Do we try to ignore it? And then again, if you heard me saying before the break about journaling, about writing things down, so in your notebook, in your journal, for each encounter, jot down maybe the person's name who had negative attitude and then how you respond to it. And just keep track of it just to see. We're not talking about better way or not good way or bad way of dealing with it. It's just recognizing, bringing your awareness to how you manage your emotions. How do you deal with these people? What kind of action steps? Or what, How do you deal with it? What do you do? What's next? I mean, some people think, and that's another question that was asked, that, you know, that they said negative thinking is the cause of lack of self-confidence. Does that mean I have low self-confidence? That's why I have these negative thoughts or I deal with people all the time and I track negative people into my life or negative situation. But in fact, is negative thinking and negative feelings are not the cause of lack of self-confidence. But that negative thinking and negative feelings are direct factors that interact with your own beliefs, how you believe, what you believe about yourself and life and not responsible for changing your beliefs about yourself. Okay, now we move on to another question, and the question goes like this. Why am I having hard time letting go of things that are no longer serving me in my life? Again, When you have a hard time letting go of things, what you do is you trap energy, right? So things have to be flowing in our life in order for it to keep moving and things are really nicely, whatever. When you're holding on to something, ask yourself this question. Why? If you already know, which is that this is like a step ahead, actually, than most people, 
you already know that these things are not really doing anything for you in your life, but you're still holding on to them, and you don't know why you don't have the ability to let go of them. So I'm assuming here you're talking about things as a material thing. Or it could be things, you know, other things in your life, like people who are really not really good to you, but you hold on to them because you feel like you have the need to, to keep them around. So again, I sort of like answered the question, you know, quickly here, but ask this question. Why am I holding on to these things? Knowing they're not working for me. Again, these are based on emotion, trapped emotions. When you bring them to the surface, you realize you are able to deal with them. And then therefore, you will feel better about letting these things go. So if we're talking about material things, there are a lot of time people hold on to things because they mean something to them. So one good way to do this is to do an inventory. If you haven't already listened to some of the shows that we have about organizing your life, organizing your mind, basically, take a look at the things that you have. Why do you have them? When was the last time you used that item? What does it mean for you to keep it? And if it really means so much to you to have this thing, but you know, I mean, you told me in your question that you, even though they are not serving you in your life, so that means like you think you need them, but you really don't. So you really sort of answered your own question, but when you realize that they are not working for you anymore, just tell them, or whatever, not them as a as a person, tell the things that you wanted to let go of. Give you gratitude. Say, I'm thank you for your service. Thank you for being in my life. It's time for me to let you go. You gotta let go in order to make room for new things to come in your life. Release and let go. You like better things in your life? Ask the question. Do you want better question, better things in your life? Do I want better things in my life? If I do, which most of us do want better things in our life, then we must make room for these better things in our life to come in. How can we make room for things to come if we don't have a place for them? Because they occupy by things that we thought we need. Let it go. This is really has to do with another question that came in, really kind of sort of tied in together, which the question goes, what is the best way to deal with change? Well, when you let go of things, for instance, in this, the, the previous question, how can I, you know, let go of things, or I'm having a hard time, you know, letting go of things, knowing that even they are not serving me in my life? Well, that's really about also change. Changing how you do things, getting rid of things, making the change in your life. You heard me in the beginning of the show. My intention of hosting the show is to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. But change cannot happen when there is no need for change. You have to want to change. You have to want to let go of whatever old way or old things or things that have been there and allow new things to happen, better things to happen. Use what it was to bring in something better. Just say, you know what? Let it go. Release it. Be grateful for it and let it go. And change doesn't have to be so big and huge. The small steps. 
small attainable steps, steps that you know you can take, steps that you know you can hold yourself accountable of taking. Because most of the time when we make big changes and we're just like, you know, I'm out there, I'm changing my life completely. Especially big changes, you are more vulnerable for personal attacks by other family member or people telling you, you why are you doing this, you can't do this. Because the thing is, again, you've got to realize that people are comfortable of doing things in a certain way. And they dislike change. So all these questions that I brought in together here that came in from you guys, and I really do appreciate you putting them out there because they really deal with our everyday life. They sort of all tied in together. Feeling negativity, feeling how to deal with negative people, embracing change, letting go of things, even know that they're not serving you in your life. They all have to do with how we think and believe about ourselves and everybody else around us. So realize that when you make a change, make it for you first. Don't make it because you need to make it for someone else or you need to please somebody else. And so to make it easier for yourself, on yourself, of not getting, being vulnerable and, and, and getting these attacks from whether it's close family members or anybody that you work in with or whoever, take and make a small changes. Some people, they're jealous. They don't like other people to be better. When they change, they can change their life for the better. And they don't like to see that. So don't do it for somebody else. Do it for you and do it in a small increment. When you're dealing with change, first of all, you have to really understand what is it that you're changing and why are you changing it? Most of the time, because everything is moving, constantly changing, and, you know, again, you know, you are moving to, the question is, are you moving forward or are you moving backward? You are never standing still. Nothing stands still. So ask yourself, why are you making these changes? Write down in your notebook, in your journal. Why am I making these changes? What kind of changes can I make that I can really know that I can deliver and hold myself accountable to? How can they change my life? What positive things can happen as a result of me changing? the way I do things, the way I handle myself, the way I express myself. You got to be you in the end of the day. You got to be you because we know everybody else is taken. So be you and do it for you first. Know whatever change that you want. You want it for you first. You come first. And everything else will follow. Take small steps toward small changes. And do them gracefully. Accept them. Be grateful for them. And be grateful for whatever it is right now that you have. And I always said, if you haven't checked out my book, Your Life, Your Way, The Ten Must Have Goals, to improve your life. I really encourage you to check it out. It's an audio book that is available on iTunes, on Amazon, and of course you can go to my website and get the book as well. But the thing is, there is no but. Let's take the but out of there. The thing is, the bottom line is, you have to want change to happen in order for it to happen. You need to be aware of the changes you're making and how they are affecting your life. When you keep track of it, and maybe you are spending some time, I mean, it takes a practice. A lot of these things can become a habit, a way of life, if you practice it enough. So practice recognizing the changes needed, 
that everything around you is changing, you don't have to be you don't have to change the person that you are. Be yourself. I can't I, I can't tell you more than that. You gotta be yourself first. But you maybe you wanna change how you do things, how you create things, or whatever it is that in your life is gonna make your life better. That's what we're talking about. We're going to take a short break, and we have one more question that we'd like to answer after we get back to the from the break, and uh, please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you for being here. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Today, you are my guest. Your questions were asked, and we're here trying to answer some of these questions. Really great questions. So thank you so much for sending these questions. We, Before the break, we got through a few of the questions about how to deal with negative feelings, how to deal with negative thoughts and negative people, how to deal with change, how to accept change. And then now, oh, also we talked about how to um, let go of things that no longer serve us in our life. And, uh, you know, a lot of things are really tied in together. It's all about emotions. It's all about how we feel about certain things, how we feel about ourselves, what we believe about ourselves. And the more we bring things out to the surface, the more we really look at them clearly, some of the time, I mean, it really actually does work. Sometimes you notice that they have no really power at all to them when you bring them out to the surface. So when you feel in negative feelings or you, some people really try to get to you by their negativity, realize their negative feelings, their negative emotions are theirs. Your feelings, they are your feelings, but there's a reason why you feel in a certain way. Get in touch with that. It's okay to feel, you know, so not so so good sometimes. It's okay. It's okay. We are a human being. This is really just part of being human. But what makes us a little step ahead is recognizing, bringing conscious awareness to things that happen in our life, our feeling, our emotion. Why? Everything has reason, has reason to that. Everything is energy. We talked about that. And one more question that we'd like to address today on the show is, um, the question goes like this. How can I stop procrastinating wow that's huge a lot of time we procrastinate because of many reasons on a deeper level we might not want the change because or we try to put things 
off to whatever time because we're really not ready to take care of it right now. One of the best and more effective way to deal with procrastination is to create a priority list. Not a to-do list. You've heard me on the show before. I am not a fan of to-do lists. Priority lists it sort of help you manage your life better by their importance. What comes first? What comes second? And so on and so forth. But when you do a priority list, make sure you go over that priority list. Make sure that number one on that list is supposed to be number one and start working the list. So a lot of time procrastination can affect us, you know, personally and also professionally. Most of the time professionally because we don't we can't get enough, you know, um things done. Because we just start with something and we just don't finish it, we don't complete it and then we put it off. And you just keep adding and adding and then you finally give up. You just say I just cannot do this anymore but when you prioritize your life when you create a priority list when you start with one thing at a time and spend 100% of your time and energy on that one thing at that time and you move on to the next one you're most likely to be productive you're most likely to become less procrastinating because you can see results. You can see yourself accomplishing things. That's one of the things that I teach. When you actually accomplish something, you should really acknowledge the fact that you accomplished something. Reward yourself in a small way, in a small manner, but even by saying something positive to yourself. Tap yourself on the shoulder and say, good job, Ria. Good job. You finished it. Time to move on to the next one. Sometimes procrastination also comes from the fact that we really cannot see something through because we're afraid of the result. So fear can actually make us makes us, you know, procrastinate because we don't know if we're ready to to for the end result. So we just stop doing it. And one of the other things about procrastination is we we always try to take on so many have so many different things but we don't try to do one thing at a time most of the time we try to multitask therefore we really not accomplishing much because we do one thing from here one thing from there and little here little there but nothing completely finished so one of the best way to handle procrastination again is to prioritize your list of things that need to be completed or accomplished, whether on a personal level or professional level. Write them down. Write the things that are important to be completed and accomplished. Make sure you do your priority list at least a day ahead, right? Put things in your calendar, Make sure your calendar syncs in a lot of different devices so you are constantly in touch of what is important, what needs to be done. I really suggest that you make yourself a habit, create a habit of writing things down. They make your life so much better. And watch your progress. And remember, when you take on something that you cannot handle, so whether you need help, ask for help. If you don't understand something, learn something about it. So some of the things that makes us procrastinate, really fear of change, fearing of you know what could happen if you actually accomplish something. Believe it or not, people don't really think about this that way, but a lot of times like, I don't know if I can handle it. Or it could be because you have not been able to train yourself to be organized. Because procrastination and organization really kind of goes hand in hand. If you are not organized, 
you're most likely to procrastinate because, you know, things are not in order. They don't have to be specifically like black and white, like one, two, three, four. You just have to really kind of set yourself the expectation of what needs to be done first. What can I accomplish first? And make sure, really, it's like, the, that's like really, really, I mean, I teach sales, you know, um, training and, and, and so on and so forth. I have so many years in sales, and I can tell you, it, you cannot procrastinate being a salesperson. So as a habit, I train myself to be more productive by creating a priority list, by recognizing what needs to be done and how I can get it done. And how much time frame does every project or everything that I have on that priority list need? You cannot think that you need one day for one thing and it requires for you a whole week or even a month because you don't have all the facts. Maybe you need to get some help from somebody. Maybe you need to get other things to help it complete it. Maybe you need to work with a team. Maybe you need to do other things besides what you used to do. Again, that really has to do with change. You see, all these questions that came in, absolutely love you guys for sending these questions because they are so valid and they all tied in together. Change. Emotion, negativity, how we feel about ourselves, what do we think about ourselves, procrastination. They all mean that you need to stay focused. And prioritize your life. I really do want to thank you guys for sending these questions. We'll do another show. There's a bunch of questions that came in. And these were like the highlights for me because I feel like it covers a lot of ground. And my dog is sitting here and she always joined me in my office in my studio here. <laughs> so if you can hear a little bit, she like, you know, she wants some attention. So anyway, I love having her around. So we're going to try to do a little exercise here. So hopefully to help you kind of like manage all some of these things that we have talked about. Before we do the exercise, I'd like to talk about breathing and how important conscious breathing is. We all know that breathing is what keeps us alive. But did you know, taking few deep conscious breaths every day can really make a huge difference in your life? It can move you from fear to joy. So take a few deep, healthy breaths and let the fear out. And as you inhale, allow the joy in. It's really important for us to ground ourselves. Grounding yourself by standing tall. Stay rooted to the earth. Allow the energy from the earth to touch your feet. Allow the energy to move to the rest of your body. It's so simple, yet most of us overlook this simple technique. So let's begin the exercise. Make sure you are at a place where you can safely close your eyes quiet place and follow along. I've learned this from a great teacher and I'm here to share it with you, hoping it can help you as much as it helped me. So close your eyes, take a deep, deep breath, and imagine yourself standing tall on a beach in front of you. Perhaps a place you had visited in the past or a place you would love to visit. A beautiful, beautiful beach. Picture the whole scene before your eyes and go through the moment as we move forward. Keep your eyes closed. 
Now imagine yourself standing tall in the front of the water. It's an evening time. Imagine there is no one else but you on the beach. It's quiet, not a single soul. You are alone, and the only thing that is keeping you company are the waves in the ocean. The sky is so clear, and the stars are so bright. The waves are washing your feet. Now see the waves as they come towards you, dancing in groups. They seem to have patterns. They all appear to be in hurry, rushing towards you to fill you up. Big and small, they are turning and coming from everywhere. From nowhere, one wave after the other, they keep on coming and they all meet at the shore. But then, soon as they hit the shore, they die down, one wave after the other. They die down at your feet. Now imagine those waves as your thoughts. Coming dancing in groups, coming from nowhere, one thought after the other. They keep coming. One comes in, one disappears. Another set of thoughts comes dancing towards you, demanding your attention. You stand before the beach, allowing the waves to wet your feet. The waves seem to have a way to get you closer to them. When you watch a wave come dancing in group, you tend to move in the direction of those waves. The waves seem to be driven by magnetic force, which attracts you to them, which takes you into its fold. You stand before the beach, allowing the waves to wet your feet. When you move in, in the direction of the wave, your feet get wet. When you react to your thoughts, you got caught in the whirlpool of those thoughts. When you move away from the wave, something magical happens. The same wave, which all looked to be so big, so huge, so noisy, and furious, they all die down near the shore, all bowing down before your feet. When you allow your thoughts to pass by without reacting to them, to each one of them, something magical happens. The same thought which seem to be such rush to be demanding your attention, the same thought which intended to sweep you under a moment back, they all seem to disappear into a thin air. You stand tall in front of the ocean, watching another set of waves come in towards you, and they appear from nowhere and they die again near the shore. You gather your strength. Every time you watch your thoughts come from a distance, it's a precious moment. That split second, that moment, a way to let unwanted thought passes by and meet its own death. You stand before the beach with your arms stretched toward the sky with your eyes closed, in complete peace, complete peace, complete peace. Suddenly, you see a powerful ray of light coming from a distance. It seemed to be calling you to come closer, to experience its magnificence, its charm, its beauty, its love, its peace 
You are no longer hearing the noise of the waves breaking on the shore. The stars seem to light your path as you start walking in the direction of the ray of light. Every step that you take, you feel lighter and lighter and lighter. Every step seems to have the strength of its own. You keep moving in the direction of the light. A gentle force seems to be willing and filling you up. You find yourself driven by unknown power, a strength which appears familiar. With every passing moment, you are able to recognize the greatness of the gentle force. It appears to crave a path for you clear in the way, get closer and closer to the ray of light. Keep moving ahead in the direction of this light. Acknowledge the greatness of the gentle force every single moment. And now, on the count of five, you will open your eyes When your eyes are open, it's pitch dark outside. The ray of light is not to be seen. You are stunned, afraid, and full of fear. You find yourself in the middle of the ocean. Your hands seem to flitter. Your legs giving away. The noise of the waves are coming back with all its strength. You look like you are losing ground when you suddenly... Hear a gentle force, gentle voice, which prompts you to close your eyes. Close your eyes and behold. See the same ray of light radiating in its true splendor inside. You are completely at peace. So every time you see your thought coming so strong at you, Like the wave in the ocean, close your eyes and be at peace. Thoughts are like the wave in the ocean. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Kotria. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you listen to the show live or archive. We really do appreciate you. Thank you. <clears throat> so today, uh, we answered quite a bit of your questions, and they were amazing questions. So I do want to thank you guys for sending these questions. Continue to send questions, and uh, we'll try to answer as many questions that we can here on the show. Um, this is really for you today, and I hope you got you know much of it. The exercise that I shared with you um, before the break really is a simple way of looking at things differently, right? They seem so huge, like you know the we we were trying to look at the ocean and the waves, the waves being like the thoughts, right? And they come rushing right to the to the shore, and then when you realize when they come down to the shore, they actually die down, right? So when you step away and you look at it and you just see, you know what? They don't have as much power as as you thought they do, right? So thoughts comes in all the time, and then how we react to those thoughts, how we what we do with them, you know, it's really all up to us. This is a really very powerful exercise. When you close your eyes and you realize you are really okay and you are much bigger than these thoughts and, you know, everything does happen for a reason, but when we bring our conscious awareness to the surface, we realize that everything is nothing but a perception of what we think it is. Until next time, my friends, stay amazed and we will have another show 
another show again answering some of the other questions that you um you uh you know you want the answer to again thank you much love i you know wanted to keep everybody anonymous because they didn't really give me my their whole name but thank you guys for listening thank you for sending the questions and here's how you can get a hold of me um and then make sure you schedule your free call with me by going to um meetme.so forward slash Kotria, which is one word. So that's meet me dot so forward slash Kotria. It's connected to my online calendar and you'll be able to pick up a time that will be good for us to talk. Until next time my friends, stay amazing. Much love. You are loved. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.